Hey beautiful people, I'm so sorry that I have not recorded in a very long time. There's been so much happening with this pandemic happening and you know people trying to figure out what their life is. You know, I've just been trying to like put stuff together and you know, looking for more content. So this is a random post because it just popped up in my head and I figured, hey, why not share this with my podcast family? So here is it. After having one baby, there's this weird feeling I have like, oh my God, motherhood is so tough. Am I ready to do this a second, a third or fourth time? You know, depending on how many many kids I intend to have. After having my first child, I was like, I'm not sure I want to have any more kids, at least for now. But I do know that it'd be good to have them, you know, at least minimum of six months and a maximum of two years. So, and I've always wanted to have four kids. I've always wanted to have four children. But with the whole situation, I'm thinking, I might just have to like, you know, drop that down and, you know, <laughs> tone that down a bit. But that's by the way. So, I was watching something on TV and then I wanted to have a baby so bad. And I had to, you know, evaluate those feelings and emotions. Being a mom, I think the easiest part of being a mom is, you know, being pregnant, you know finding out that you're pregnant telling your partner the joy that comes with it you know being happy for a new life preparing for a new baby shopping you know arranging the house just preparing for the birth of a new child and i feel like that's what a whole lot of people think motherhood is we just we only see those first nine months we see the whole oh telling your husband to get you stuff you know the The movies always portray like, oh my God, you get pregnant and then all of a sudden you're an angel. Trust me, you're an angel. You know, they just portray motherhood as, oh, you're pregnant. And then there's sunshine and glows, perfect skin, perfect hair, going into baby shops and shopping and buying cute stuff because baby outfits are like the cutest ever. Um, Arranging the nursery, getting the crib ready and just waiting for the baby to pop out. The intermission between when the baby pops out and when the baby, you know, starts <laughs> leaving, you know, outside of your womb, it's something that nobody ever explains to you. So, yeah, when people keep shouting my ovaries, my ovaries on the Internet, I'm just looking at them like, mm, I don't think you know what it means to shout my ovaries. Like, <laughs> my ovaries means a whole lot of work. Like, <laughs> it's not just your ovaries. It's your boobies, your hair, your eyes, your brain, every part of you gets to you know work when you have a baby being pregnant is the easiest part i remember when i was pregnant my friend told me she said enjoy this while it lasts because once the baby comes you're not gonna have this anymore i didn't really understand what she meant by that because she's like you're pregnant you want to go out you stand up you go wherever you want to go to you go whatever you want to do you do you can't say anything like you're good but when the baby comes out You're practically living with another human being who has his or her demands and those demands must be met. Those needs must be met at the time they want them to be met. There's nothing like, you know what, baby, just hold on. I'm going to just run to the store and when I come back, I'm going to give you boobies. Nah, I'm sorry. Baby cries, you got to give him boobies. Baby cries, you got to change his diapers. No matter what you're doing, you got to stop whatever it is you're doing for anybody to attend to the baby so yeah that's what motherhood is um being a mom has made me realize that 
um, in this life, you really cannot imagine what it means to be in another person's shoes. If you haven't experienced whatever anyone is saying to you, you really cannot imagine it. Like your imagination cannot go that far. You would just be like, okay, probably be like this or something. But truth is, you really cannot imagine what it means to be in another person's shoes, except you've experienced that same situation. That's exactly what it is. Because when I, when I was pregnant and when I used to have this whole imagination of being a mom, I swear I didn't see all this bad. I mean, I know what it means to take care of a kid and all of that, but damn, I didn't see all the, I didn't see all the other things that happened. You know, the six, eight hours you get to take care of another person's kid. You don't get to see the remaining, you know, 12 to 16 hours. What happens behind, you know, behind the eight hours you have to take care of. So yeah, that's that. That's one random thought. Second random thought that got me thinking is, um, the parents of your baby. Um, it's bad enough that we as new moms have a lot of stress or deal with a lot of stress. And, you know, there's so much going on through your head. Um, but I, I got to tell you something. We're so stressed out that it is crazy that you have to care so much about how your baby looks. When your baby comes out, trust me, not all babies come out looking like angels. No. Not all babies come out looking like angels. And most of the pictures that you see on the internet where people are shouting, my ovaries, my ovaries, they've been shot in such a way that the babies look aesthetically pleasing. You know, not all babies gonna, babies are going to come out with full head of hair, blue eyes, you know, or clear skin. Some babies come out and a couple of days later, the skin starts to peel. Their skin never comes out looking soft and cute like you think. I mean, their skin comes out looking really, um, it's like skin that has been put in water for a very long time. Now imagine the skin being in hot water. That's how some of them come out. Some of them come out with red patches and all of that. But most times the pictures we see are not the pictures of a one day one hour old baby if you see a one hour baby you're gonna be like eh, what's happening i mean the eyes are swollen the herd hasn't properly formed and most parents just keep wondering there's this tension and pressure to be like oh my god my baby has to look good i have to post i have to post my baby because people are going to think that if i haven't posted my baby there's something wrong or something chill take a chill pill baby take a chill pill mama like calm down your baby's gonna be fine Every baby's beautiful. I don't know how people open their mouth and say things like, Oh, your baby's not so cute. Or, oh my God, your baby don't got hair. Or, oh my God, your baby didn't take your, take after your nose. Like, please keep your opinions to yourself. If you see a newborn baby, say, Oh my God, this baby is cute. And step away. Whatever you think, let it be in your head. Whatever you think or dream or whatever, let it be in your head. You don't have to let it come out of your mouth. I mean, people are rude the hell is happening how do you see someone's baby and be like ah your baby's not as fine as you like did i ask you am i the only parent that made the baby am i the only one that made the baby do you know what genealogy is i mean do you know how babies are formed do you know how god creates babies i mean it's a problem because you give it to a child and then you're so worried about their parents and you put those insecurities on your kids and it's it's really wrong and it's really bad so let the kids be let them have fun um, I also have another random fact that I want to complain about. 
I mean, baby girls go through so much stress and it bugs me out. Like, I have a daughter. I know how stressful it is to get my hair made. And, I mean, like, you know, plate my hair, do stuff with my hair. And I see moms of two months old who are already making their baby's head. And you can see that the kind of hairstyles they put on that child is, is torture. She's a baby. She doesn't care about how her hair looks like. She's beautiful and cute. If her hair is really full, you can just, you know, tie it up in like, you know, those little cotton, um, those little hair bands they use, not rubber bands, because rubber bands are really bad for like babies because they can't really complain and kind of like cuts the hair and breaks it. You know, just pack it a little. You don't have to do lots of hair, braids on it braids on a two-month-old braids on a three-month-old braids on a four-month-old braids on a five like why why are you stressing that child why are you stressing that child like it bugs me it irks me when i see that at least if you even want to start making a baby's hair like six months when baby has gone through like the first six months of life and has figured out some you know little kinks then you can start putting those you know little cutting bands in their hairs and all of that why do braids? Why do all of that? Except your baby's hair is like super full. Because I mean, you have boy child or boy children who have really super cool full hair. You're not tying them up. You're not doing them in all of that. So why are you putting your daughter through all of that stress? Like it is so much stress. So much. I just had to rant about it and all of that. Um, I don't think I can remember any other thing. Because as I said, this is just a random voice note that I just said. I'm going to just do this and drop it on Anchor for anyone who wants to listen and all of that. There's really no message. Just, this is just my opinion and how I feel about, you know, a couple of stuff. If I do remember any other stuff, you'll be listening to it on Bands with me. So, do have a look. Bye-bye.